Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're going to get to King O, Kingy, Jewel O, Jules, uh, J King. Um, Staffy, th- y, Staff Man, Staff Master. <laughs> Staffinator. The Staffinator. Hello, my friend. Hello, Kingo. Are you going well? Oh, mate, I'm going well. You Look, I need to bring you in on this because um, you know, Novak Djokovic's dad's got himself into a spot of bother. And he, he, you know, for want of a better expression, sometimes he, he can look a bit militant. And it got me thinking about sports stars that – you know, get that mean look in their eye that you wouldn't want to cross. And I was thinking about two players that I've seen perform the haka with great vigour over the years. One in rugby league, Corey Hutterweed and mm. The other in rugby union, Tana Umanga. Mm. You just go, man, they look scary. Mm. My my favourite haka exponents actually in the rugby league world would probably be Isaac Luke. Oh, yes. He was the best with the tongue, wasn't he, Isaac? That's You're, a great nominee. Yeah. yeah, so here's a little word for you. The, the tongue out and the eyes wide open, that's called a pukana. So there you okay. go. Yeah, good. There I you like go. Uh, best all-black haka exponent? Hmm. General Lomu was fairly fearsome because he was just such a big unit. (laughs) (laughs) He was such a big unit. But, yeah, there's some earnest looks out there amongst sport, isn't there? Tane Rendell went pretty well too, didn't he? At the haka? Yeah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. We might dive into that a little bit later, maybe maybe off air. Hey, Australian Open getting to the business. And did you see this? Oh, I didn't realise. A tweet from your very own Chris Cairns. His 11-year-old daughter, Izzy. Mm. Did the coin toss in the quarterfinal between Vicar Azarenka and Jess Pagula. Yes, I understand his daughter, Izzy, is the number two ranked under 12-year-old tennis player in Australia. Goes to academies and all sorts of things, yeah. Okay, there you go. So she did the coin toss for which game? For the quarterfinal between Jess Pagula and Vicar Azarenka. Fantastic. Yeah, of course, Pagula's parents own the, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, do they? Yes. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Pagula oh, now. I know. Well, I was about to say, um, hey, what happened to your bills too, by the way? Well, it was a bit cold. Uh, yeah. Just a little bit cold. A little snowy. Yeah. <laughs> At their home ground where it's always cold and snowy. It actually, the weather just didn't suit them and they just didn't adjust and got blown away. Um, it was hard to watch. Yes. It's going to be a beauty, actually. Who's your Super Bowl tips here, Staffy? I'm, I'm thinking Philly and the Bengals. I do too. Yeah. yeah, I do too. And part of me, I really want the Bengals to get there. Part of me yep. want, wants Joe Burrow and the Bengals to get there. They were part of that very tragic game with Buffalo um, with the cardiac arrest yeah. situation. I just feel a little bit connected to the Bengals now because of that game. Um, and also the Bengals put us out. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'll so go if Bengals. You lose the eventual champions. I love that logic. Hey, What's the re- what's the response? What's the reaction been to you know, this new ruling by the RFU about tackling below the waist? Um, a number of players have come out and said when they've received concussions from tackling, it's been their head on the other person's knee, which is below the, the waist. Def- it's the defender, not yeah. the ball carrier. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah, right. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's the defenders that seem to get the concussions. There's still a lot of work needs to be done. I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know what the solution is. Helmets, no. Padding, no. 
um, target line. I mean, we had we had a nipple line or a sternum line or something yep. like that, and I think yep. that's in vogue in New Zealand this year. We haven't gone to waste. There'll be a lot of offloading. I saw Sonny Bill Williams send out a tweet saying, anyone want an offloading second five? Now the tackles have gone down. <laughs> was, Along his career. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, that's fascinating. You know, it's it, it's funny. I, a gentleman who Johnny tweeted me, and he's coached some shoot shield, and he loves it. He thinks, um, you know, this is going to be the future for the survival of the game as we learn more and more about head knocks and CTE and the rest of it, and, and perhaps it promotes a more attacking game. It promotes more offloads. Only time will tell. You know, the proof will be in the pudding. We need to see it play out, and there'll be a lot of amendments, uh, particularly those that have to amend their tackling styles. But, you know, mm. they're doing something. Uh, before we all jump on it and say, this is ridiculous, this is not the game we know, let, let's just see, I think, how it plays out. Yeah, I don't mind giving it a crack, you know. If it doesn't yeah. work, fast fail it. And there's some corporate speak for you, fast fail. Uh, um, collective bargaining agreement in the NRL, King. We had Jimmy Smith as a guest on the show the other day because uh-huh. uh, yeah. I think he's filling in at breakfast or something. But we had him on yep. as a guest, and he said, "I'd love to be able to tell you more, but um, the NRL um, just aren't talking. So nothing from Volandis, nothing from Abdo. Has any of that changed in the last two or three days? Nope, not at all. Uh, look, the Courier Mail reported today that the NRL said we will not be increasing our $1.347 billion proposal. Clint Newton said he was he was pretty bullish about the chances of negotiating a CBA and reaching an agreement before kickoff, which is only a month away. I, I don't know because at the moment, Staffy, it's a real stalemate between the two. It's a real stalemate. Who is going to budge? You know, we don't know the ins and outs, uh, but you know this is not good PR for anybody involved, mm. for the governing body or the Players Association. Mm. Who's the public siding with? At the moment, I'd lean more towards the NRL. The perception is that the players are greedy, you know, going for more money. And this is the problem is that they haven't sold this particularly well, getting some of the spokespeople out there. If they said, look, we need a CBA to protect the women's, right? Mm. For example, if you, if you spun it in terms of trying to lift the women's game so if they get injured, then they're not going to lose any money because they're only semi-professionals. If they sort of spun it like that, then you could understand it. So mm. this is what we're fighting for. But at the moment, we get so many texts saying greedy, greedy, greedy. That seems to be the operative word, greedy. Yes, and that's I, how they're perceived. I read, was it, um, I'm flicking through my paper. You can probably hear me. Uh, here it is. Um, I think it was Josh Hodson. I think, and he came out and he said, everyone thinks it's about the money, but it's not. Um, And here's the thing that I I found fascinating. The hardship fund used to be $3 million a year the NRL put in. In 2020, due to COVID, get it, 2020, 2021, and 2022, it dropped to a million a year. There are now 300 more players this fund has to accommodate for when you bring in the NRLW and the Dolphins. So you can't just run it along at a million dollars. And I think once you start looking into what the players and the and the Players Association want, it's not totally unreasonable. And, Agreed. Agreed. Um, and I think it's it's the hardship funds, it's maternity leave, it's post-career yep. adjustments, yep. and all, it's not just we yep. want more money. That's right. That's right. But they need to sell that message a lot better than they're currently doing the, the Players Association. They do. If they want the public on side, they do. Yeah. Mm. Hey, good luck to New Zealand as well in the T20 internationals against India because he got toweled up in the one day as my friend. Mm. We're in the semi-final of the Women's Under-19 Cricket World Cup along with you guys. We might meet you in the final. You've got England, we've got India. See you in the final, maybe? Poor heavyweights. Can't wait. Mm. We better fly. Thank you, mate. Have a great weekend. Cheers, buddy. There he is. 
There he is, Mark Stafford, SENZ. Afternoons host, it's always good to catch up with him on Fridays. I wonder if I was still on Australia. That was Julian King, who's uh, doing afternoons over there in Sydney town. Last break of the day. Um, we'll come back with a look at what happened on this day a few years ago. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz, getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ.